Welcome to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. We don't shy away and keep secrets here. We empower you with education, telling you the truth about all things aesthetic medicine while encouraging you to be the best version of yourself. It's time to look great and feel good doing it. This is your host, mom, speaker, and board certified physician, Dr. Judith Forger. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 28 of the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. Today, we are joined by Dr. Kylie Melton. Dr. Melton is a board-certified physician with a focus on aesthetic medicine. She is the owner of the Aesthetic Clinic in Festus, Missouri, and she is a known published author in the field of aesthetic medicine. We are talking today about the concept of community over competition, about the importance of mentorship and helping those around you in order to create the best results and outcomes for both ourselves and our patients. I think this is a conversation that is really important to have and also a conversation that is applicable in a lot of situations and industries. Please help me in welcoming Dr. Kylie Melton, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. So welcome, Dr. Melton. It is so exciting to have another fellow aesthetic physician here. She also does non-surgical aesthetics, like I just talked about in my bio. And her and I, we have a really important conversation that we want to have as And I hope that even if you're not an aesthetic practitioner, it's something that you can maybe translate into either your own industry, your own workplace, or even just like how the neighborhood moms act or how the, uh, you know, the dance moms act, because really what we want to talk about is really fostering mentorship and community and uplifting each other versus like a sense of competition And, you know, Kylie and I were talking and we've kind of both sensed this sometimes in the aesthetic industry that there's this sort of feeling about people, I I don't even know how to describe it other than feeling very like threatened by other people and are you in this camp or are you in that camp and oh, now this person has a practice and I better not share them like my special techniques for doing this. It's my special technique. I mean, just elaborate more about what were the things that made us want to do this episode? Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk about this. This, you know, you yourself too, coming from a hospital background and a medicine background, this is not something that we've just noticed in aesthetics, but it is particularly specific to the aesthetic industry. There seems to be a lot of competition out there. We are a hugely growing industry. We're growing so fast. And I think we should be embracing that instead of trying to push that away. There's more injectors coming every day. And I think a lot of people get nervous if they say, oh, and you know, a new med spa, med spa XYZ is opening up the next town over or down the street. We start to feel, oh no, are they are they gonna? take my patients? What, what is that going to do for my business? And we in general tend to put up a wall instead of embracing that and saying, great, we can have a collaboration with someone else. There's someone else local that maybe I can bounce ideas off of, or, you know, see how they do things. And 
we tend to steer more towards the competition side than the community side. And yeah, I really like to see that change. That is probably human nature, right? Yes. Is that we have the sense that, or not all of us, but a lot of times people have a sense that it's a fixed pie. And that if you get a slice of the pizza, that's one slice of the pizza less for me. Right. Versus sort of like having this feeling of like, there is freaking a candy explosion on <laughs> Halloween. Exactly. You can eat all the candy you want and I can eat all the candy I want. And there'll be three bags left over and everybody's kids buckets will be yes. overflowing and yes. we can trade pieces of Halloween candy for the next two weeks until nobody wants to see a Reese's peanut butter cup ever again. Right. And everybody will be fine in the end. Yeah. And we'll all get some. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, in coaching as a coach, like that is really called like the scarcity mindset, right? Where we kind of act from a place of like our most primitive selves. And again, we probably all catch ourselves doing that. So for anybody listening, even if you're not into aesthetics, but you have maybe felt competitive with, like I said, your kid's dance team, or maybe your realtor, and you didn't want to share something with your other realtor colleague, or, you know, again, I, I've only been in medicine, so I don't know that I know so many other examples, but I, I'm sure people that are listening and please share them with us, they probably can generalize this. And, and so, as I said, we're acting from a place of scarcity where we're afraid that we're not going to get enough versus acting from a place of abundance. So, you know, like you and I have very successful businesses. So maybe it's also easier for us to sort of believe in that abundance and believe in ourselves and sort of been like, no, you know what? I am successful. Let me share this with other people. I am successful. Let me share this with the person that's starting. Oh, I wish I would have known this lesson 10 years ago and it could have saved me that money that I lost. And, you know, just because I lost the money doesn't mean like the next person has to make that same mistake. Exactly. And I think back on when I started, you know, that first time you're, you have your patient and you're holding a syringe and you're going through everything in your head and the importance of having a mentor that was behind me at that time really changed the game for me, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to do this alone. It's scary and it's difficult and coming from you know, back then when I was new to being a little more experienced in the industry, not that I've been around forever, but having a little bit more experience under my belt, you're right, makes you feel a little bit more secure in who you are, a little more willing to share and help others with that information. Tell um, me about the mentorship that you had when you started and how that helped you. So when I first started, I'm board certified family medicine. So I started out primary care. And while I was doing primary care, I started to dive a little bit into aesthetics. And I actually got to work with Dr. Amy Miller at St. Louis Skin Solutions. And she's also a certified family medicine physician. And she has a great practice. And I started working with her and she taught me so much. She was always willing to teach, always willing to show me kind of tips and tricks, a little bit about the business side, really taught me about facial aging. There was so much that I brought from working with her and having that support starting out you know, it it really changed the game. And then when I decided to branch out on my own, she was behind me with that as well. So that makes a difference. Having that 
mentorship with somebody, someone you can rely on, someone you can speak with about things, it makes a big difference. And there's so many other new injectors out there where they get nervous about things and they want to ask somebody something and they're, they're not entirely sure who to ask. So if I could be that to somebody, that would be great. And I think we sometimes see that on the Facebook boards too. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the, um, you know, you do a lot of um, mentorship and injection coaching. Um, I do, I have done some of that as well, where I've uh, taught new injectors. But even though, you know, I've been a business mentor and I continue to be a business mentor and I'm launching a business course and all the stuff, but at the same time, you know, when I, and I just sort of created a Facebook page because one of the things that bugged me was the fact that when somebody would post a question on one of the boards being like, oh, what do you think I could have done? Instead of people actually being helpful, they would like rip them to shreds. Like I would have never done this. Like, why did you do this? You should have done this instead of being like, okay, so this is the situation, you know, what, you could consider next time or what you could consider or how did you inject or have you heard of this technique? Like right. you, you're right. It's kind of like mean sometimes and that's right. not helpful. Right. No. So and we've always been there if, where we've had this was your sister asking the question. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't say that to her. Right. Or even if they were face to face with you and not on the other side of a computer, you might have something more supportive to say we've all been there. We've all been in a situation where, you know, we got a Spock brow or a brow got a little heavy or, you know, a little lip had a bump or something, you know, where someone would have said, oh, that would never happen to me, but it's happened to everybody. Oh, absolutely. We've all been there. And until we do it and learn from it and maybe have someone behind us saying, Hey, that's happened to me before too. This is what I did. You know, this is how I walked the patient through it. Cause that's part of, you know, aesthetics too. And the complications, this is what I did for the patient. This is what I'm taking forward with me next time you know, don't sweat it. We continue to grow. Having that person or people or community that can help you with that, it's going to make all the difference. It's just going to make patient care better, patient safety better, patient results better. And that's and really, that's really what about. it's all about, right? Exactly. Is to like uplift each other so right. that we not I mean, we all go forth and prosper, right? And I don't mean that just in a financial way, but we can have successful aesthetic procedures. We can have happy clients. We can treat them in the safest, most advanced way. And, and you know, I also believe that in a way, like our subconsciousness are all like linked if we're going to go really, really woo. And that the universe is like this interconnected, like wovenness of people that you're kind of sort of blocking the energy if yeah. you act that way and um i i completely agree like we should all uplift each other and as i said i'm hoping that people listening to this whether they're in aesthetics or not they can kind of see the parallels maybe to interactions in their own industries um, right so how are you creating mentorship right now so right now i've been reaching out to um new nurse injectors it's mainly been nurse injectors but any new injectors who just want to see what you know a day in the life of an aesthetic injector does um, i'm fortunate enough that i get to inject full-time now so um you know i injected part-time for a while and now i'm doing full-time and getting pretty busy so um sometimes they'll just come and shadow me and see what i do for the day sometimes they want to specifically say you know what i did a few trainings but i don't feel comfortable with cheeks, can we go over that? So I'll grab a model, we'll talk anatomy, we'll talk my techniques, we'll talk you know, maybe some other people's techniques that I've heard. 
Um, and I kind of let them tell me what would be the most beneficial for them. That's one of the things I've done. I've also started to do a Patreon page to, it's more targeted towards newer injectors because again, I feel like that's where a lot of the community falls short. There's a big aesthetic industry, a lot of KOLs, a lot of you know expert injectors who have been injecting for a really long time and have big followings, but there's not a whole lot of support for the newbies who are just starting out, who maybe don't feel comfortable going to you know, a really big conference and or don't have the funds either. Right. You know, it's right. once you're established and you have cash flow and all that, that's very different. But when you're right. first starting out and you might not have that steady income yet and you've spent money on training, like you might just not be able to right. pay ten thousand dollars for a day with one of the famous people. Exactly, exactly. And although that's that's really beneficial and that's great, if you can't do it, your patients aren't benefiting from you learning. And there's other ways to learn two. So I wanted to just give a little bit, a little bit back since, you know, I was given so much when I started. That is awesome. That is, that is really awesome. You know, I had, uh, some really great mentors. I didn't have anybody locally, um, or in the vicinity. And I think it would have definitely been helpful. Um, so I totally love that you're doing that. I have now, you know, had a whole bunch of people come by for training. I do also let um, residents that might be interested in aesthetic medicine do a rotation with me. So they're like family medicine residents. And so, you know, like, like you let them see the day, they kind of get to see a month and especially, you know, one of them had already known that she wanted to at least do part-time aesthetics or integrate it into her practice. So she had actually um, already been been to an injector course. So I actually brought some model patients in that just paid us for the product and she got to inject and, you know, like it's fun. So I kind of give back through residents. And then, you know, I like you with the new injectors, you know, I am launching a business course, which (laughs) again, you know, there's, I, I always say like, there's the two parts of aesthetics, right? Like, like what you do a lot and what I kind of do less of, um, Mm -hmm. is to really help them fine tune their technique and all of that stuff. And, you know, but in order to have a successful business, you're like, you need to do the business stuff, you know, and some of us that have been in medicine, especially maybe corporate medicine for a while, or even gone through residency, like we don't get taught those skills. So I want people to really have a flourishing practice and, you know, do all the right things so that they can be financially successful to have their practice survive and thrive. And that's so helpful. And that's, you know, part of the community too. Yes, there's the injector, you know, show me how to do technique training, but if you don't know how to build your business up, you know, how to bring on clients, keep clients, maintain your bookkeeping, you know, you may be very skilled, but that part has to come together. The business part has to come together to make everything work. So that's so helpful because none of us in medicine are taught anything about business or money or anything like that. You know, the other thing I really believe is that there is like an ideal client for everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, every practice, even if we all offer, let's say a similar model has different focuses and strengths and weaknesses. And I really call that sort of the ideal client. And again, I, I'm sorry if I keep using the realtors, I just know a lot of realtors, (laughs) but they kind of have that same thing, right? They have a target audience, you know, hairstylists probably have an ideal client, um, 
my Pilates studio has an ideal client and it's me like, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but, but, you know, we all have our target audiences and I think some of that is also knowing who your ideal client is and then also trusting that your ideal client will find you. Right. Right. And I think there's no way for the new injectors to know unless they are given the opportunity to try and see and continue to work and build towards figuring that out because it's not something you just go into and say, this is my, you know, ideal client. I thought I was going to love doing lips all day and that was going to be the only thing I did. And it turns out that's not my ideal client at all. What's your ideal client? What do you love doing the most? I love doing full face. Full face rejuvenation is my favorite. And again, that's something I wasn't really given the opportunity to learn about until I think it's a new thing. Like I feel like when we trained it, nobody talked about full face or the full lips and nasolabial folds. It was like, stop, stop, spot, spot. Now we're like, oh, let's look at this globally. Yes. And that's made a big difference in my practice and and helping my practice grow. Um, Because I think a lot of women now we're, you know, we're all looking to look like the best version of ourselves. We're not trying to look like other people. When aesthetics first started, everybody was kind of like, oh, maybe I'll try to look like this celebrity or that celebrity. Now we just want to feel good in our own skin. And being able to give, I'm going to say women because most of my patients are women, being able to give them that feeling of this is you just a little more refreshed. You just feel better about being you has really brought in my ideal client. It's the women who want to feel just like themselves, just a little refreshed, a little rested. And sort of like probably brow artists and lash artists and hairstylists. We all like, because aesthetics is this like sort of magic combination between needing to be really good in your technique and your anatomy. But then there is that injector's eye. The The injector's like, do I think I want to draw the cheek a little this way or that way? Right. So I think that's where your ideal client also comes in is that they just identify with your aesthetic and the way you see the world. And they want to have that kind of like Kylie signature look. And I'm not talking about Kylie Jenner. I'm talking about Kylie you. (laughs) And it's true. You know, I, I love it when patients give me permission to post their before and afters because, and I tell them, I explain to them, this allows me to show other people what aesthetics can look like. So they don't have to be afraid because a lot of people are afraid. So if I can post that for them and, you know, enhance the community that way as well, it it helps bring on more clients. But I didn't know any of this when I first started. I didn't know, you know, how powerful that would be from a business standpoint, having, you know, a great before and after. So all these little tidbits that I've learned and picked up from different people along the way about how to enhance your business, how to enhance your technique, it's all kind of come together and just made a big difference in how I practice. Yeah. So seeing that you work so much with new injectors starting out, what are your sort of top tips for them? (sighs) You know, I think in aesthetics, I think it's okay when you start out part-time, but I think if this is truly a passion of yours and to really hone in on your skills, I think the goal would be to eventually make that a full-time thing. I think sometimes it's hard if you you know, in medicine, we work so, 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 so much. And you're like, well, I worked hundred hours a week at the hospital. And then I inject, you know, I get to inject Saturday mornings. Sometimes that may not be enough to make you feel 
like you're really grasping the concepts of things. So the more you can do it, the better. And, and to not be afraid to branch out and expand, that would be something that I wish I'd done sooner. Yeah. And also, I mean, I think from your, um, our conversation earlier, I think, and again, this goes for a lot of things like find a mentor, right? There's no need to reinvent the wheel, like find somebody who has gone before you. And when I really look as like, who do I want to know, be known for? Like, I love changing my patients' lives because I feel like that's truly what we do when we give them that boost of confidence, when we let them feel like the absolute best on the outside, when we expand their self-image by having them show up as this really confident, youthful, rejuvenated version. Um, But at the same time, I think it's also so gratifying to help those generations behind you and it's sort of like raising your kids like you don't want them to go through the hard stuff you know when I know a family medicine resident that really wants to go through aesthetics it's like I don't need you I don't want you to have to like fumble and stumble until you get on the right path like let me help make this a little bit easier for you and also like let's like uplift each other and I think one tip I would give new injectors is don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I think we get a little nervous and, you know, we see all these people who are so much, have so much experience and so much skill. We get nervous, like, oh, should I already know that? You know, is this a dumb question? Ask if you're like, I like how you did the cheeks. I want to see how you did that. Walk me through what you did. Walk me through your anatomy. Why did you put it here instead of here? You, you won't know the answers unless you ask. So don't be afraid to ask. Even if you're going to get some people who are going to answer your Facebook posts in a not nice way, there will be people in there who will give you constructive feedback. So never be afraid to ask. And, and that's also, I think, why it's so important to create a community of true support mm-hmm. where hopefully in the future, even somebody like you or I, who's been in the game for a while and who maybe teaches other ways can be like, hey, I saw that you did this. I actually was never taught this, or I want to add this procedure that I maybe got taught once, but never really did. Like, will you help me without feeling like somebody is going to rip our expert badge away? (laughs) Right. Who are you to teach other people if you don't even know this? Because again, there's so much knowledge out there. And I think it is really us being responsible for being our own selves when we can recognize that there's other ways to do things and that there's always room to grow and learn. Yeah, always, always. We're never going to stop learning. We'll never know everything about, you know, medicine at all. And especially in aesthetics, like there's so much research, there's so much new technology. Even just, you know, I, I graduated residency in 2017. So I've not been, you know, even a doctor for that long. Even since I graduated, there's been so much change, so many new things coming on the market, so much new data research techniques that have come around. So we're just going to always continue to grow. And if other people don't, you know, teach me things, how will I learn? So I should help and teach other people as well. So they can continue to learn. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, um, some fun questions that I always ask all my aesthetic guests, (laughs) and you've kind of answered one of them like what's your favorite aesthetic procedure to do and yes. um, what is your favorite aesthetic procedure to get oh to get that is a good question you know I don't think I could live without my neurotoxin <laughs> that's you know Agreed. that makes 
that makes a big difference, um, that would be my favorite. All right. We all vote for the Botox. I feel like yes. every person almost has been like, is that weather without Botox? Because Botox right, because I won't count. Like, Do I have to give up air and coffee? Yes. If I don't, like nothing else goes. That one's just a necessity at this point. Yeah. The other thing um, that I really kind of want to, um, we have talked about mentorship. We have talked about some of the projects that you've done. Will you just tell people um, exactly how they can find you? And oh, Dr. Kylie also makes the funniest videos. So I totally love watching your social media. Like it shows your personality. So please include your social media and what you tell us about because she does the best videos. Oh my gosh. Funny story. I was at Home Depot one night getting paint and I was, you know, in my winter coat and this lady comes up to me, are you Dr. Mountain? I was like, yes. He's like, I love your videos. You're so funny. See? Getting patience just made me laugh. I was like, well, at least somebody's watching them. So well, my, it's her and I, yes. and I think you probably got a lot of views. Let's, let's be real. I'm sure, you know, you got a lot of views. So my Instagram is pretty easy. It's just my name. It's at Dr. Dr. Kylie Melton, K-Y-L-I-E-M-E-L-T-O-N. So pretty easy to find. Do you have a website too? I do. It is the aesthetic clinic, mo.com. All right. Well, that is awesome. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I think it was a really good one. And I think it is really generalizable um, to a lot of the other industries and situations in life. And I think it is your and my hope that we can really sort of build a community that lift each other up and that I I think we're also kind of talking about shifting the norm, right? Is shifting the norm from this like me versus competitor versus competitor versus competitor to like seeing a big sense of us where we're like, you know, we are the aesthetic providers of this town and our goal is really to create the safest, best atmosphere for all of our patients. Right, because that is the goal. The goal is, you know, yes, everybody wants to do great in business and that kind of thing, but the goal is to help our patients. That's why anybody goes into medicine, whether you're a nurse, NPPA, MD, we all go in it to help patients, whether we're helping them medically or we're helping them aesthetically. And the great way to do that is to be to build each other up so we can help our patients instead of breaking each other down. Yeah. Well, well said. I loved having you. Thank you for having Um, me. We will obviously link all your stuff into our show notes. So please at least check out her videos. And of course, if you're an aesthetic provider looking for mentorship, Dr. Melton is here for you. And I do some business coaching. And, you know, we're also looking forward to hopefully doing some projects in the future. And it was just such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast with Dr. Judith Borger. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. Follow Dr. Borger on Instagram at Dr. Borger and find more online and ways to work with Dr. Borger at www.theaestheticdoctor.com. Until next time, be well.